Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, happy New Year. Yes, definitely. Happy New Year. 2020. Yeah. Um, my wife was telling me last night, people are calling this the Roaring Twenties. I'm like, didn't the Roaring Twenties happen a hundred years ago? This ain't the Roaring Twenties. It kind of just goes to show you like how much shit is now being recycled. Yeah, exactly. That's that's really what it is, if anything. Nothing original. Storylines getting recycled. Movie concepts getting recycled. Shows getting recycled. Um that is true. But there's yeah, some original shows out there. There's still some, of course, and 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 I think that really the biggest untapped market right now is maybe the idea that video games should be starting to be created yeah, into either television shows or movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, The Witcher is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the Uncharted movie they're trying to make, but it seems like they're having issues with directors like dropping left to do and a right. Last of Us Two movie. That could Something be good, like but give me the give me the game first. That drops this year. Yeah, I saw they coming out. The part give me two. the game first, because I really want to see what like that game is. Whatnot. Yeah, because yeah, she survived. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting that for sure. Uh, you played the first one, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that game yeah, was absolutely. excellent. Uh, welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, shit. What are we? Uh, episode 19? Episode 18? Uh, where was I going with this? First new episode of the new year. I'm double checking our episode count because I always got to check that. I don't know why, but let me see. Where are we at? I think it's 19. I think you're right. 19. Mm-hmm. So this is really episode 20 Eve. Perfect. Right. Perfect. First almost day of 2020, right episode mm-hmm. 20 Eve. We almost made it right on the spot. Almost. We were supposed to record on Christmas, but uh, you want to tell them about Christmas? <laughs> nah, you don't want to tell. You don't want to tell. About you probably don't even remember it. No, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we didn't. Let's just say we didn't. Um, timing wasn't right. Material probably wouldn't have been right. Um, so we decided we'll come back on New Year's Day. It's a Wednesday, so it makes sense anyway yeah, to come not. back today and give you guys episode 19 of Where Was I Going With This? Of course, it's your man Frank. Yep, it's Devin. And uh, we're just here watching some college football right now, watching some bowl games. But uh, we might as well just address it first and foremost. We yeah, just saw news. it break off the screen. Um, former NBA commissioner David Stern has passed away today, um, which is crazy to me. Um, but I did read a news article a couple of weeks ago that he had a, a brain hemorrhage and had been in the hospital basically the entire holiday season, yeah, um, Christmas and New Year's. Um, so that's sad. That that's some that's some really somber news on a on the, on the first day of the year, which is weird because I feel like didn't we get a major death like the first day of the year last year? Did we? I, I want to say we exactly. did, but I want to say it was a it was like an entertainer. Yeah can't remember who it was but uh but yeah i want to say last year we started out the year with some pretty uh pretty hard-hitting um deaths um so you know not that anybody that knows him or his family members with him listen to this podcast however we will still always you know send condolences to his family um 77 years old still seems like too young uh to leave the earth especially under those kinds of circumstances with a brain hemorrhage um but for me, David Stern was just, I mean, he's the only commissioner I ever really knew as a kid. Oh, yeah, me. Um, growing up, I mean, I'm still not even necessarily used to Adam Silver being the commissioner of the NBA at this moment in time. Um, it's still a little weird for me to see him, but uh, um, I would have to say that 
Yeah, because that's only been what six years now, five six years. Because I think he was since he retired, fourteen. Yeah, I think I just saw. His yeah, because he pretty much groomed um, Adam yeah, Silver. Yeah, to Adam to Silver. take over the position. But there's a lot of things that people didn't like about David Stern. Um, the players didn't necessarily always feel like he had their back. You know, David Stern was was the commissioner that had the issues with players in their dress code and he wanted them to wear suits and things like that which nobody liked but there is one thing about david stern that i don't think anybody can dispute um and that is to me he has to be the most if not one of the most or or flip that he has to be one of the most if not the most uh influential and successful sports commissioners in in american sports history in my opinion um what he did for the NBA to take it from where it was when he took over to obtaining the television contracts that he obtained right. to uh, working through the years of free agency and and the bird rights and things like that that really opened the door for players to start having a choice on where they play and giving them that control um, right. is, is unbelievable to me. Um, I mean, the way that he brought this league into – into people's you know television sets um is is remarkable yeah um so he has definitely left his imprint all over the nba and i'm sure that not only are the players um, but most definitely the ownership because in most leagues the commissioner is really the person that kind of represents and works for the owners and is really the 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 person that kind of makes everything go with the league as far as making sure scheduling is done making sure you know the playoffs are done properly and things like that um they're probably hurting today they're probably feeling this um and being that it just broke today i believe there is there a couple games on today yeah, I think the I think there's a couple games on this afternoon and maybe Bucks tonight. Playing somebody today. So uh so I imagine that you know this will be a week of remembrance um and condolences for him um and well deserved. Um I, I think that that you know I don't want to speak on it too much um but I think David Stern was was a good man. Um I don't know about him his personal life but Nowadays, I mean, it's kind of hard to not know about people's personal lives mm-hmm. if they are, you know, not good human beings. So um, so with that said, you know, final thoughts on that is just, you know, we wish him the best and, and you know, um, his family the best. And, and uh, he's obviously not in pain anymore because a brain hemorrhage is, is not anything that's, um, you know, easy to deal with or easy to, to be put through in the first place. So, um, yeah, condolences to David Stern and his family. Um, so with that said, uh, we want to kick off the show and get right into it. And Michigan is choking again. Right. Um, Let him score again. That's crazy. So holiday recap, man. Um, I mean, I had a, I had a decent holiday. It was, mm-hmm. it was cool. Um, Christmas was good. Um, you know, took care of the the wife, got her some nice things, got the little man some cool things. His his last present just came in <laughs> the other day, uh, a Lamar Jackson jersey, and he's now wearing it uh, for the second day straight. Yeah, I was gonna say all the time. So, like <laughs> so um, if that's the measure of success on how much your kid likes the gift, I, I think it. I, I think I would probably hit a home run there. Um, but the funniest thing about him is he didn't. He didn't like. He's still working on pronouncing his L's with somebody's name, mm-hmm. um, but he thought that Lamar Jackson's name was Thamar. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so he was. He would call him Thamar Jackson, 
but now he's kind of figured out that it's Lamar Jackson, um, which, you know, he just loves it. I think the fact that it's he's got the same last name is kind of something that really just immediately drew him to him anyway. Yeah. Um, and so now, you know, he wears this jersey that although represents Lamar Jackson, it still has his last name on the back of it, too, which is always right. kind of cool. Yeah, cool. Um, so he likes that. He got some other things, too. Um, he got some Legos. He got some things like that. So nice. um, it was good. And then, of course, you know, as our listeners know, you know, we are brothers. So uh, we had a nice holiday mm-hmm. uh, dinner at the house, um, which was cool. It was laid back, which I kind of always enjoy. I'm not real big on the Uber fancy, Uber official Shit, I think we discussed that on the pre-Thanksgiving podcast, how much I can't stand the typical fucking holiday feast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to have Italian food for a change was actually really nice. Right. Uh, and I enjoyed that. It was good food. Um, the in-laws visited. We, we're just going to gloss over that one. <laughs> That one, that one could be a, a That one could honestly be a whole episode in and of itself. I bet, yeah. Um, but, you know, let's just... Uh, Let's just say that, you know, it could have gotten violent. <laughs> and surprisingly, not on my part. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Not on my part at all, which is surprising to me because usually the beef is with me. But this yeah, time, I guess it was a little bit different. So, my, yeah, it might have had to be me yeah, breaking up something as opposed to, to me having to, you know, be involved in something. So that was interesting. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Some people just never change. So. Yeah. You got to stop worrying about trying to change them. Um, I'm most glad the holidays are over. Yeah, you know it's funny. I went to uh, <laughs> went to the store the other day, and and we got you know we got this store right next to my job that we always go to, and uh, and we always go there to get a drink or chips or whatever. And so you know, walk in, you see the same faces all the time there, and they're like, oh, you know, how was your holidays? And it's like, shit, better now that they're over. Exactly. You know, because it's like I'm like you know when 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 you're a kid, like Christmas is something that like. Man, you just look forward to, right, and it's like year, the greatest like day. Year, you know what I mean? So yeah, like it takes forever. To takes forever to get there, and then exactly. it's always gone too fast. And then it's like now as an adult, it's like, oh fuck, it's Christmas. It's already Christmas. Yeah, like, yeah, God like damn it! Yeah. Like my wallet just literally got off life support it was just from New Year's. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> well, and for me, you know, I got the little man's birthday on the seventh, so it's like literally, you know, my wallet's on life support for the entire month of December. Oh, yeah. Uh, between you know birthdays and then Christmas and Absolutely. and all of that, so um, but yeah, I'm glad it's over. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I'm glad it's the new year. Glad now that my PTO reset, so I can start planning some trips <laughs> and taking some time off. Uh, with that said, though, what do you what do you got planned for the new year? Ah, nothing really, man. Just working so far in the beginning. Nothing too. too you ain't got no trips planned? No, not yet. You gonna do I that cruise? Well, we might go to Cabo. Stay yeah. So, is it like a cruise, or is you just gonna yeah, go just trip right like a resort? Yeah, just like stay at a hotel resort type thing, all inclusive or something along those lines. So, yeah. But honestly, yeah, those are still pretty good, affordable. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so. Yeah. So like you got like two, three grand. You oh yeah. All inclusive for like six nights. Oh yeah. It's easy. Well, and the thing so, is too is like uh, your flight and everything. You know, for the most part, those resorts have so much shit to do that you don't ever really leave the resort. No, I mean, you don't have to. And they got a bunch that, like, most of them have, like, four or five different restaurants in the resort. Yeah. Of different types of food and stuff. Right. But you definitely want to get out into, like, downtown and experience, you know, the actual city. Yeah, as long as you go to, like, the more touristy areas. Yeah, as long as you're by the marina in Cabo and stuff like that. Stay away from the federales out there trying to bribe (laughs) people and shit. Yeah, fucking, your blinker is out. 
very touristy, so I don't think too many issues down there. No, and and if you fly there, it's probably even a lot better than if you were to have to drive there. Oh, absolutely. Because driving there, it's, Cabo, yeah, hell no. <laughs> hell no. That ain't me, dog. Because Cabo, which Cabo's the one that's on the tip of the Baja, right? Yeah, the west side. Yeah, yeah. so it's like if you were to just take California, go Basically, all the way all down the way to down the south that, tip. Yeah, okay, I always get that, so that's, okay. Yeah, I always get that they one confused. on the other side. Yeah, it's on the Gulf of Mexico side. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. For me, I think what yeah, we got. Some plan, right? Well, yeah, we're gonna we're we're trying to take uh trying to take the little man to Legoland this year. So that uh, that's spring break. Oh, March. Okay. Yeah. So yes. we're trying to do that for spring break, and then of course we got the family trip. Yeah. This summer, which right. I don't know, man. I don't know how we're gonna. I don't know how we're gonna record that week. I don't know. That'd be interesting. I don't think we'll be able to do an on location there. I'm not trying to bring all this shit. No. But we could record with my phone. We could. Thanks to Anchor. Shouts out to Anchor once again. Yeah, can do phone recording. Yeah, we could do it on the phone. Like we could just literally like a, like take like a, like use the phone as the mic, and then you can you could do that, or we could buy like a like a aux mic and even use that if we needed to, and kind of just pass it between each other. Right. Um. So there's that option, but I don't know. We might be too busy trying to do all that shit anyway. Cause yeah, there's a lot going on at that time. Going back home, man, that'll be the first time we've ever been back. Yeah, for sure. So um, you guys, what do you guys got planned while you're there, though, going back to Rochester? To, uh, so far, just hit Niagara Falls for the most part. It's like okay. guaranteed, guaranteed. I know the Hershey Park thing was kind of up in the air, but I don't know. That's kind of far. So No, I think what we're going to do instead is uh, we're going to go to Seabreeze. Oh, okay. Which is like an amusement park out yeah. there that, yeah. well, you don't, you never went, but uh, we went a couple of times when we were kids and whatnot. So something for Jordan to do, you know, right. since he's young or whatever, I think he'll he'll enjoy that. Because um, I don't know if he'll be tall enough to ride any of the roller coasters, but you know, he he likes the little mini games and yeah, sure. um, carnival type shit. And I don't know, I don't know if there's a water park element to it, but if not, I think we were still planning on going to the lake one of those days oh, okay because you got lake ontario right there right yeah that's there. you can go right swim there, there yeah so. and that's actually kind of cool because it's uh it's different like it's it it has a beach feel but it's not salt water no yeah exactly. so it's, it's like fresh it's fresh water yeah so you can you know swim in it and whatever <laughs> but yeah it's a huge ass lake so um I'm but sure I imagine that should be pretty fun. I'm just uh, I'm interested to see how the wife takes the humidity out there. Yeah, I'm not excited to be out there in the smack middle of the summer. No, that does kind of suck. But I'll take that over the middle of the winter. Yeah, well, and I would. <laughs> yeah, especially well, especially so, with us leaving Arizona, like it'll give us a nice break the summer, from the yeah, heat. Exactly, the heat out here. Yeah, is, it's gonna be a different type of heat out there, but. Well, the so thing about it is, it's like, yeah, it might like be in like the like the mid eighties, but it's going to be like ninety percent humidity. Right, like the wet. humidity is going to be unbelievable. But what's funny though is, I went to um, I went to New Jersey when we did an acquisition out there, and it was, I want to say it was July. I could be wrong. Maybe it was July. Maybe it was June. I can't remember. I know it was one of the summer months, yeah. and I was actually comfortable. Yeah, like back. yeah, but compared to what you're used to back here. Yeah, as yeah, far as heat wise, like I was, yeah, like I was comfortable. Like for me, it was like, damn, this is nice. And like right. the dudes were all kind of bitching because it's like, oh, it's so humid and it's so hot. And I'm like, this is hot to you guys. Like you fuckers yeah. don't know what hot is, bro. Right, exactly. Like 
Like, I literally got off the plane in New York City and was like, damn, that's a little nippy. Right, yeah. You know, because I got on the plane in fucking Bro, shorts and a tank top exactly. damn near, you know? Um, so for me, it was it was nice, but I, I don't think the humidity levels were the same as, like, what it would be oh, when no, we go to Rochester. Because right you got that water. lake. Yeah. yeah, we're going to be right off the water. So. Yeah, because with New Jersey and New York City, you're, you're, that's the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a little bit different, too, because the Atlantic like Ocean is a warmer water, is a warmer body of water than, like, the Pacific would be in California. Right. Or, like, Lake Ontario would be. Because all the water that feeds Lake Ontario is coming from, like, the yeah, Arctic yeah, exactly. Canada area. So it might be a little bit be cooler. Cool. Yeah, yeah, but... Um, the interesting thing for me is uh, is we got to make sure you got to maintain those mosquitoes, man. Yeah, I'm bringing like three cans off. Bro, I'm going to be wearing the bracelets. I'm going to be wearing them as anklets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be out there with like a like a stick of mosquito repellent, just rubbing that shit on like deodorant and shit. Oh, my God. Because I cannot deal with that. <laughs> no, no, I can't either. But I'm horrible with mosquitoes, man. But and well, the crazy thing too is like a lot of those mosquitoes are still like the small little like gnat type mosquitoes, yeah, so and not like the the ones you get out here. Yeah, yeah, they'll fucking light you up, and you won't even know it. Um, but the cool thing though that I'm kind of hoping to see are the uh, uh, what do they call them lightning bugs, or they call them um, basically the bugs were like their their the, butt the lights up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I can't think of what the fuck they're called either because we don't have them in Arizona. Um, but I'm interested like to kind of see those. Yeah, fireflies. Okay, that's what they're yeah, called. Yeah, like yeah. Those should be pretty dope if we can see those. I think that'll be cool. I didn't know um, they had those. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll be cool. But the experience, I think, will be cool. Yeah. Um, just to be able to go around and kind of yes yeah, drive that. that city. But exactly. I hear it's not in the greatest of shape. I could imagine it's not. But I mean, that's what happens when you. Uh, you, you build a city based on factories, and then you shut the factories down, down yeah, and, yeah. and they take their money and they go elsewhere. And it really just, those cities literally deteriorate. Yeah. I mean, they literally just deteriorate. But it'll be interesting going back for sure. So. Yeah, I think that's for me. That's all I really got planned is just that trip and that. Um, still just trying to get you know the stuff finished up in the new house. Trying to get the landscaping done, but yeah, for sure. that's about it. But yeah, I'm looking forward to 2020. I mean, my money's finally in a decent place, uh, credits in a decent place, that type of shit. So nice. yeah, it's not like a, it's not you know how you got those years where it's like, man, this is the, like a recovery year, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like wow. you got to recover from bad decisions, or you got to right. recover from you know a car purchase or something right. along those lines. I think I think I'll be straight on that. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think I think 2020 should be a decent year. But, you know, the years start out one way and they end totally different way. And that goes both ways. You know, start out good, end up bad. You know, See how it goes. Yeah, should yeah, yeah. Um, so we're finally here now. Um, and last time, uh, last episode, we did the Fabo album. Mm-hmm. And we decided to do the game album. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the game album. Born to Rap. Um, he's got a bunch of pregnant chicks in the studio on the, on the album cover, which is, interesting. which is interesting. Just, it's, yeah. it's creative at the, at the least, you know, I'll, I'll at least give him that. Clever, yeah, clever. Um, what do you give this? I'll, I'll say out of 10, let's go out on the sliding scale of one to 10. What do you give it out of 10 overall? I know, I know that there's still some more replay that you want to do to it. Definitely. But I want to listen to it a little more, but, um. But so that's far, a good sign too, though, no, yeah, that you do want exactly. to listen to it more. No, for sure. Uh, 
I like it so far, man. Yeah. It's got a lot of it's got some bangers on it. It right? does. You know what I mean? It and, does. Uh, and then he's got like some real like uh hard hitting emotional type stuff too, you know what I mean? I like, think that's part of the reason why this album like is so long. Mix, because maybe? I feel like this album was being created to be a certain uh flow and mood. And I think due to real life circumstances, i.e. Yeah. the death of Nipsey Hussle, sort of influenced it not only tracks. delayed this album, but in delaying the album, Added it created more tracks Added that were put on the album because I don't think the game is one to put together a 25 song album. No, I mean, I haven't listened to too many game albums, but I don't think the Red album was that many No, songs. I don't think Doctor's Advocate was that long. Yeah. And in 1992, which was one of his other really yeah. good albums, I don't think that one was 25 songs either. I mean, maybe a solid 18, but 25? Yeah, 25 is a lot of songs. That's, I mean, album, that's, you know I mean? that's damn near three Kanye albums. You know, with his fucking <laughs> eight song album for him, eight songs for uh, Pusha T. Yeah, whatever that shit ass bullshit right. is that's a mixtape eight albums is a mixtape yeah but when you got these people you know drinking your shit like it's cool 40 song you know? albums though chris brown i mean so 40 song albums yeah 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 he's got no them. i don't that's, nah, that's what i'm saying like that's overkill just, you know what i mean so that's just too but much. this one is i like this game album though so, i like it a lot i gotta um, listen to it some more definitely but I thought one of the most creative songs on the album was Rewind 2. Yeah, for sure. After, yeah, you told me about that one. Yeah. It It was, yeah, very Yeah, it's it's interesting because to me, you have to, you have to think about, okay, what's the story I want to tell? And and this is actually a rapper who can, who can tell a story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, he's not a mumble rapper. He can tell a story. So then to tell a story, but to tell it backwards. Yeah. Crazy. And then be able to, to have your flow and cadence fit something that allows you to flow backwards, including in in the part of the song where he talks about listening to Hill Lauren. Yeah, yeah. I liked how he did and listen and his girl was listening too. to B Cardi. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was to the point where like there's certain points in time where he's actually saying these people's names and certain phrases backwards that even more so gives you that feel yeah. that like you could Super literally deaf. close your eyes and you're watching like a music video mm-hmm. from the end back all the way to the beginning. Sure, like and uh, one of the most clever things, and you probably have to listen to the song again, but one of the most clever things that he talked about was when you know, he was talking about his girl hugging him. And when he when he falls on the couch and then she pulls her dick, his dick out her mouth, that's what he says, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that is not me. Um, and then basically they they backtrack from there and she tells him about her day and then she hugs him but then when he goes a little bit further back into the song as he's continuing he talks about how she hugs him for the second time the first time and so it's like he's basically telling you in the story that she hugged him again but that was the first hug because he's telling the story backwards right i thought that was really clever too how he kind of played on that like oh okay so here's the second time she's hugged him but that was the first time she hugged him in the story you know if if you were to play it you know the the proper way yeah Yeah. so i thought that was pretty cool Um, that was dope welcome home was a good song however i don't feel like that song was a finished song yeah the one with nipsey i don't think that song's a finished song um i think that the 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 nipsey verse on that 
um, was more of a bridge, was kind of more of a something that kind of brought the song together. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's a there's a Nipsey verse that was supposed to be on that song that we're never gonna get. No, definitely. definitely. Um, which is a tragedy in yeah, itself. Um, not even just the tragedy of Nip and what happened to him, but the fact that you could you could clearly tell that was a that was a song that he was supposed to go in on right. and we didn't get that opportunity so um we got robbed out of that one yeah, uh sure. gucci flip-flops was good that is a good one you know like he's talking about one. people flip-flopping on you i thought that one was good 40 ounce love was a good one that one was good that too. one was like good one um i think uh one of my favorite songs on the album though has to be i didn't want to write this song yeah that one's really good man. that one is that good um and that is a song that you can tell first off he didn't want to write the song that's clearly why he titled it that way um you you could also tell um that that song was probably added in after all of that circumstance happened Mm -hmm. because i think because see the the, there's two big things that the game talks about on this album he talks about the death the death of nipsey hustle Mm -hmm. he talks about the death of his father right and he talks about how certain things in his life helped him get through the death of his father I think he wrote this song with the idea that he wanted to talk about the death of his father. And in that time frame that he was creating this album, he gets hit with the death of Nipsey Hussle. The murder of Nipsey Hussle. Let's call it what it is. Um, And that's where I think he had to go back to the drawing board. But instead of dumping material, I think he was inspired to create new material and therefore just give him 25 tracks and then... And then I think that this album was so draining for him emotionally is why he's talking about this being his last album. Yeah. Because I think that I think that in one song, and I can't think of the name of the song, but but he basically talks about, you know, listening to um Lil Wayne's The Carter Two or the Carter album, uh helped him basically get through the death of his father. I think that writing this album helped him get through the death of Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. And I think at this moment in time, maybe he just feels emotionally drained. Like, I just got nothing else to write about right now. Like, I'm I'm, I'm so still dealing with this. Because, you know, the game, I mean, he's, he's, he's a gangbanger. Like, right. if anybody is as close to the gangbang scene in rap music right now, it's probably him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Nipsey obviously, but I think that I think that Nipsey had so far removed himself from the actual uh engagement in gangbanging mm-hmm. that he was just looked at with respect by them because of what he maybe had done for them in the past and and what he was trying to do now. Um the game. I don't know that the game ever really retired from it. I don't. I'm not saying he's like actively out there selling drugs or anything like that. But I mean, he still wears red. He still, you know, he's still riding through those areas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like you know certain people like you know. I don't. I'm, I'm not trying to call anybody out, but I have a hard time believing you know Snoop Dogg's riding up and down Crenshaw right now with a blue flag hanging out. <laughs> nah, but. No, you know what I mean? I know what you mean though. So, you know, the game is probably really still left. partying with really, gangbangers at this moment in time. I mean, he got that song where he talks about, you know, Dre don't let him go on the yacht no more because yeah, then they got a Glock on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, And he's right. Yeah, and yeah basically. And he's correct. <laughs> Which is kind of funny to me. But, 
you know, because that just kind of shows you how far Dre done came to on a yacht. And what you doing on a yacht, billionaire boys club over there, Dre? Nah, but uh, it's good though. I definitely gonna go back and listen to it some more. But I like it so far for sure. I think the two songs that I'm not necessarily feeling though are the ones with Ed Sheeran. Yeah, the first one I didn't really like the first. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the City of Sin song. Uh, I thought No Smoke with Miguel was okay. Um, there's still so many I gotta listen to because you're talking about 25 no, sure. songs. Yeah, it's really hard to to get through all one. of them. Yeah, for sure. However, I would think that at this moment in time especially considering it's 25 songs, I'd probably give it a solid 7.5 to 8 out of 10. Mm. And I think that there's still room for me to like it more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't think that its ceiling is 7.5 or 8. I no, think that yeah. it you know, it could be a, a 8.5. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I think it could be an 8.5. Um, Stainless is, is a, good a good song. One. I mean, that, that song pack, is... Yeah. You could, that song just gives you a vibe. Exactly. More than anything, yeah, it just it just puts you it's in a vibe, good, you know. It's got a good mood to it. That's the type of song you just want to roll one up and just, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, just bop your head out to, um, which which I do like, and I think that that's cool. Um, the code. Oh, is that the one with Savage Twenty One? But it's because I'm not a big Twenty One Savage fan. Yeah. I'm not a big Twenty One Savage fan, and the bit one of the biggest reasons why I'm not a big Twenty One Savage fan is that last song he came out with that's still on the radio on certain stations. Um, where basically he just repeats a lot. How many niggas oh, you shot? One. A lot. How you know, many like times you been shot? No. No. J. Cole smashed on that one, though. No. <laughs> like, if J. Cole has a part on it, yeah, he's gotta they don't it. play it on the radio yeah, version, yeah, and I'm and I'm sure J. Cole's album. portion is fire. But even 21 Savage, like, when he spits but, on it. But the beat does not match the content. <laughs> like, you took an old, like, 60s love song... I love you for so many reasons, and put that to the background of how many niggas you shot a lot, how many mm-hmm. times you been shot a lot. It just, to me, it just sounds like, it really sounds like you're fronting. Yeah, could be. You know what I mean? Like, because in this day and age, it's kind of really hard to shoot a lot of people and not at some point in time have gotten caught up. You know what I mean? And then it's like, well, how many times you been shot? A lot. Really? <laughs> really? You know, and it just, it just, I don't know. There's just certain times that I'm just like, the over-glorification of it sometimes comes to a head where it just makes me think like, are you trying to prove that you're harder than you really are? Right, right. And if that's literally all you can say on an album, and then the worst part about it is, is the only part of that chorus that rhymes is the repeat of a lot. Mm. None of the phrases rhyme. No. A lot is the only thing that rhymes. And to me, if that's the only thing that you could come up with for a chorus that allows you to make it sound like it's rhyming, your penmanship is not good, my friend. (laughs) It's just, it's just not. And and I think that he definitely falls into the genre somewhat of not necessarily mumble rap, but no, no content can, rap. No, because he still puts bars together on some of his songs. He can, for sure, for sure. but you can also tell that he's probably on like, that fucking zannies and all that fucking probably. uppers and downers type probably. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I I I wouldn't put him anywhere near. Um, the mid to upper echelon of, 
I mean, like, he's not even middle class when it comes to penmanship to me. Mm. You know, I mean, you could you could name probably five people off the top of your head that probably got better better bars than him, and oh, not even like from all time. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, that I mean, are still like, like putting together right music now. right now. Yeah, five people probably. You know what I mean? I mean, and I'm not even talking the easy names. I'm not even talking about M. I'm talking about like five dudes that are maybe not even like the most successful rappers of all time, but they probably got better pen than him. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of why for me, it's just like, I would even put the game's pen above 21 Savage. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? I I would put, I would, I mean, this is probably, Royce doesn't sell a lot, but to me, Royce to 5'9 has a great pen. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially when when you put him with M. Yeah, because you get the best out yeah, of him when you put him with him. But I mean, you know, I, I mean, he ain't he ain't Kendrick. No, he ain't. He definitely ain't Cole. I, there's definitely different categories. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would even, I, mean? like, I would even probably put, I would even probably put MGK above Twenty One Savage penmanship. Yes, in the sense of just penmanship. I don't mean yeah, album sales. I, mean, like, I don't mean popularity. Like I just that. mean penmanship. Yeah, probably. I would, you know what I mean. I and I'm not a huge MGK, MGK fan. Not me neither, but I've listened to some of his stuff, and uh, like I've never listened to a whole like Twenty One Savage album. No, nah, me neither. Like I've listened to a few songs that I right. like from him, but never a whole album. Yeah, but that's what a lot of. But the, I would that's probably what a lot of the new rappers though. I mean, like yeah, you can't. Nah, like, you can't. You know what I mean, like because it's so it's so acid trip fueled almost yeah. that it's just like where am I going? Like unless you're on the same. <laughs> level is them doing the same shit as them i don't right, really think that you can it, yeah in a sense yeah definitely. i don't really think that you can really get on it so so with all that said though and, and we'll listen to it again what do you give it out of 10 i'm giving it seven and a half eight right now with the with the re- revision in yeah, order i'd probably give it like an eight right now just with the songs that i've like really listened to yeah. so far probably a solid eight yeah but i mean it could probably go up more but well, and the sad thing about it, too, maybe not sad, but the crazy thing, I guess you could say about it, too, is I don't think he's as good of a, a rapper or penmanship as Fabulous is, mm-hmm. but the album is way better than Fab's album. Yeah, this one, you could tell put a lot of... You could tell he like was inspired by something yeah, exactly. on this album, this and like I said, I really feel like it was the death of his father, but then when Nip happened, it was like, it was a whole, like... Mm-hmm. reboot that he needed to then you know to then go through and and do um in order to put whatever he needed to put at that moment on you know to put put nip stamp on the album because right. uh because you could tell that that collaboration on that on the home uh, coming home or homecoming whatever it was called um that one should have been way better oh, should have yeah, been way better home. yeah welcome home that's what it was um so that that's cool so so that's you know that's that um, however, do you think this is his last album? Last like studio album? No, Maybe. last album. But I think he, he says drop, this like, is his tape. last album. I think he dropped more like mixtape or something along those but lines. It, but but is dropping a mixtape? I mean, because because his words were was that he's retiring. Right, that's what I'm saying, and I don't know if he's retiring from rap all. I mean, is a is a like, mixtape going to drop another piece of music ever? Hmm. I don't know if I'm buying that. Is a mixtape still being retired though? Like no, if you're retired, you're retired. So you're then done. you don't think you don't think he's retired then? No, probably not. I think we'll get more. 
I think we'll get a little more music from Game before all said it. All is said and yeah, because he's a uh, how old is it he just now? Be a while. I don't know how old he is, honestly. I think he's yeah. I think he's in his like, mid to late thirties yeah, now. Because the thing 30s. is, too, now is his kids are getting older, so you almost wonder does that play a part? Could be. Because the one thing you cannot say about game is you mom. can't say he's not active in his kids' lives. Yeah. I don't know nothing about his his you know baby mom situation. I choose not to get into that. It's not necessarily my business, but he's always talking about his kids. He's always talking about his you know his daughter, and he's got I think he's got a son and and whatnot that. Um, that he's always active and doing so. I almost wonder if, you know, does that mean his intention is to spend more time with them? Could be. Could be anything, though. You know what I mean? Anything could make you retire. That's true. You know I mean? could That's be true. <laughs> That's true. I guess we'll just wait and see on that. Yeah, for sure. I got you, Day. Um, all right, so off that, today's Wednesday, which feels so weird. Like... First of all, we usually record at night and fucking sun is out. And we got football um, on And we got some football on. And I'm trying to find where the hell it went um, to try to get some more football on. Go ABC now? Probably. Um, so we have pro football coming this weekend. And we get games on Saturday and Sunday. It's wild card weekend. And uh, first game we have is Buffalo at Houston. Second game is Tennessee and New England. Now, out of those, so Buffalo and Houston, who do you have and why? Mm, that's a tough one. I haven't thought too much on that one. That I think one that one has up, the potential think, to be the best game of the weekend. Yeah, I think so too. But that one's tough, man. I want to say Houston, but... They seem to drop games in the playoffs, man. That's my that's, problem that's with my Houston. That's my problem with Houston, you know what I mean? And Buffalo looks strong, but it's just... I mean, it's Buffalo, but they look like a different Buffalo from previous years, so... Well, and the thing is, too, is... So, the the strength of Buffalo this year is its defense. Right. And... I mean, Houston, I don't really know. I mean, the strength of Houston has basically been the ability of Deshaun Watson to pull them out of some fucking shitty situations, yeah, whether it be Hopkins, with his leg yeah. or his arm. And Hopkins, of yeah, course. Sure. But with that said, I mean, now you're talking about what I guess you would consider the strength of Houston being their offense going up against the strength Buffalo, of Buffalo, which is their defense. defense. I mean, right. who wins that matchup That's to you? That's what I'm saying, because Buffalo's offense can be a dud. Yeah, Buffalo's man. offense can be in, especially if you get after Josh Allen. Definitely. If you get after Josh Allen, but if you let Josh Allen run around, yeah, if you let him you're work. in trouble. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll be in for a long happen. day if you let Josh Allen run around. However, I mean, that matchup, right. Houston's offense, Buffalo's defense, I I feel like you got to give the edge to Buffalo. Yeah, I think so, too. They just Houston's offense isn't looking as strong as it has in the past, which in the is past crazy season. considering they're, they they have two really good wide receivers, mm-hmm. one of them who might be an all time great in DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yeah, definitely. The other one who's a great deep threat in Will Fuller. And then you have uh, you have a, a, a very good tight end in Darren Fells. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe at one point in time he was leading the league in touchdowns for, for a, tight a tight end. end. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but I think Mark, I think Mark Andrews took that oh, from him. Sense. Because I think Mark Andrews ended up with 10. Um, but He scored like, what, two or three in that Cleveland game? But 
I think he had two. two in that game? Yeah. I mean, um, but Fells, I think, also had a couple injuries yeah, that cost did. him games. Yeah, Mark did. Andrews didn't have any that cost him. I think he had. I think Andrews missed one game. I got you. And I want to say it was the Buffalo game he missed. Mm. Um, but Hayden Hurst had that like sixty-five yarder um, after the or opening in the second half. But anyway, so they got a they got a quality tight end in Fells. Definitely. They have two excellent running backs in Carlos Hyde mm-hmm. and uh, who's the other one? Um, he was from Miami, Duke Johnson. Oh yeah, he used to be on Cleveland. Yeah, yeah right. both of them used to be. Because mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde, I believe, got drafted by the Browns because Carlos Hyde's oh, from Ohio State. He sure did. Yeah, so they have yeah, both of them plus Deshaun Watson. And yet, somehow, they still find opportunities for that offense to not click. And that is where I believe Buffalo will come in and just. Buffalo is going to take over because I think Tredavious White, which is their corner, their big time corner, I think he's going to shadow um, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I don't think that's a question. Um, I think that uh, Tremaine Edmonds. Which is their linebacker? I think he's going to be able to to play really well against Darren Fells, and they've got some killers on that defensive front. Yeah, for sure. Um, man. The the I think the weakness to me isn't even necessarily Houston's players. I think it's their coaching. Could be because they got the on paper they look. Oh yeah, they look strong. On paper. But but is this the same Houston's the Houston team that lost to Indianapolis last year in the first round of the playoffs wild card yeah. weekend? I mean, right. is it the same Houston team that went up on Alex Smith and the Chiefs? What was that two or three years ago? Was it? oh yeah, yeah. and then lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I don't have faith in Bill O'Brien's ability to put together a game plan. Now he put together a game plan to beat New England. But it just seems like when the playoffs come around, it's a different story. Yeah, the yeah, Houston Texans just can't get over that hump. Um, so I think for me, my pick, and it, it may not be the popular pick, I think Buffalo pulls this one off. I think Buffalo, yeah. Um, even if it is in Houston, yeah, I think that 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 helps Buffalo more because they're not dealing with the elements of being in Buffalo. Exactly. Because to me, I think that the elements in Buffalo can affect their style of play just as much as it can affect their opponent's style of play. Definitely, um, because the Bills don't have that downhill running game that, that you, you need, need when you play in that yeah. windy weather in sure. Buffalo, and it really showed in the Ravens game when they were having twenty-five, thirty mile an hour crosswind gusts of wind and they just couldn't they couldn't get that ball downfield right um so i think that it benefits buffalo more that they're playing indoors um against the team because now you're going to be able now now you're getting the best buffalo defense you possibly can get the weather plays no part at this moment in time right and i don't think houston's got a crowd that really makes a difference either i don't think that they can make that building loud enough to affect um what Josh Allen and them are going to try to do on offense. So so I'm going to go with Buffalo um, over Houston in that game. Um, What do you have for Tennessee and New England? I want Tennessee to win. But that's not the question. (laughs) Honestly, I think Tennessee can win. I just don't know if they're going to be able to against Belichick and Tom Brady. Just their game planning is just so excellent. Or, well... Can be excellent, I should say, but but here's the thing, though. Like we have the we have the worst Tom Brady we've seen since probably he took over for Drew Bledsoe. Right. 
Tennessee looks strong, but gotta go against the Patriots and you know what I mean. Yes, card? and here's why. You know here's I mean? why. So you gotta you gotta go in there and smack them in the mouth. Well, you absolutely the, out, see you know the biggest mean? thing that the Patriots have been able to bank on is that teams literally have the the effect of oh shit that's the that's the Patriots. Yeah. Oh man. So. Or or one thing goes wrong and it's like, oh, here we go. Right. And then all of a sudden it completely changes the game. Yeah, when know. they come across a team that literally is not afraid of them, this year they've been getting smacked in the mouth. Yeah, no, that's I mean, that's what you got Houston came in, smacked them in the mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, Kansas City, although they they did mount a fairly sizable comeback against Kansas City and and almost were able to win that game, Kansas City shows no fear against New England. Right. Baltimore, you take a muffed punt and a and a Mark Ingram fumble away and that game that final score might look more like 45 to 10 than 37 to 20. Right. You know what I mean because um when Mark Ingram fumbled, the New England was able to get points off of that and that muffed punt New England was able to get points off of that. So you take basically you know, I want to say it was 10 points that it equated to, and you're literally looking at a 37 to 10 ass whooping mm. that would have been put on them. Um, and and in similar fashion, Tennessee has the league's leading rusher in Mark, uh, Mark Derek, Hen- yeah, Derek, Derek Henry. Henry. I'm sorry, Derek, Derek. Henry. Um, who, who on New England is going to be able to hit that dude? He was hurt right before the playoffs. He was hurt week 16. He was, but he played against the Texans in week 17 oh. and rushed for well over 100 yards on him. As long as he don't get hurt, they should Well, be yeah. Because Tannehill think- is finally playing quality football mm-hmm. where he's not losing you no, games. Just, yeah, he may not necessarily be coming down, you know, fourth quarter drive from behind and, right. you know, throwing, you know, nine for 11 on a last drive or something mm-hmm. and getting you three, you know, third down conversions and, and winning a game with seconds to go. But he's not throwing picks. No. Yeah, he's not. Um, and the, the biggest thing about New England is that if you can continue to put that defense on its heels – yeah, and if you can continue to put pressure on that defense, you just got to not make mistakes. You can't make mistakes. And that's the thing about. That's what I'm worried about. Tennessee. You have to be disciplined. If they don't make mistakes. I think they definitely can win. But and my concern, and what I think is always a possibility, especially with Derrick Henry, he does have games where he gets a little bit of fumbleitis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little, little loose with that. Ball. You know what I mean? He gets a little loose with the rock, yeah, and I true. wonder sometimes. If this is that game. Right, because, I mean, it's the pressure, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's not only during the regular season, it's like, oh, the Patriots, you're not so much worried, especially when they're looking how they've been looking. Right. But when it's the playoffs now, it's like, you know they're coming 110%, even Absolutely. with them being not as top caliber as they're Correct. This is the first time in so 10 years that they've had to play, that the, had to play the first, first weekend yeah, of the, the playoffs. Wild card, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, where they ain't have that first round by, so... Uh, you, you know, know what the common getting... theme is with that too? What's that? Every single time they've had to play wild card weekend, you know how many Super Bowls they've been able to get to and win? None. It's because they don't have to. Now that doesn't mean that they didn't that doesn't mean that they didn't win their wild card weekend game. No, it just means But they, they either get, lost the divisional yeah, they or they lost the AFC title game. So 
But you know they're going to give it to their their all. So you just of course. Gotta, as Tennessee, you just got to be ready to just stick to your game plan. And you got to keep not, Tom Brady off the field. Right, and not make mistakes. Not I think make the, bonehead mistakes. I think the biggest X factor for either team is A.J. Brown, though, receiver for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. What that dude has been able to do since Ryan Tannehill became the starter is yeah, he's been able to- unbelievable. I mean, he's clearly, you know, cementing himself as a true number one receiver in this league. And the biggest thing about him that he reminds me of, he reminds me of Anquan Bolden. Whether it be with Arizona or whether it be with Baltimore, mm-hmm. he reminds me of Anquan Bolden. And if there's one receiver that that has given the Patriots fits as far as matchups, as far as his physicality, his ability to catch the ball, his ability to run with power after catching the ball, it was Anquan Bolden. He gave New England fits because he's got hands. I mean, he he didn't he didn't ever have the most amount of speed. He was never the fastest yeah. guy on the field, but he had hands. He had a catch radius, and then after he had the ball in his hands, he was built like a running back. Yeah, you know, he was yeah. solid. So now you now you got to go tackle him, right? Exactly. But because he's already past the second it's level, yeah, it's all DBs and safeties out there trying to tackle him, not big D linemen that are getting a shot at him. Right. I think AJ Brown is very very similar, and I'm interested to see whether or not New England decides to shadow him with Stephon Gilmore, mm-hmm. or whether or not they decide to you know that they don't need to. And just play a side and see how it works out for them. But the biggest thing about A.J. Brown, too, is he's he's deadly in the screen game because you get the ball in his hands quick, and now you've got a running back out on the perimeter right. you know, that can get up and down the field. Um, but he's also a really good blocking wide receiver as well. Yeah, for sure. um, and when you're blocking for a guy that's, what, 6'3", 6'4", you know, 260 pounds in Derrick Henry – and then the guy who's blocking for him is, you know, 6'2", 230, you know. He's not a – they're 220, we'll give him. You know, he's not a small guy himself. I just wonder if that's going to cause New England some fits. Yeah, definitely. And I hope so. We'll see. Um, <laughs> but whoever is the lowest seed to win Saturday goes to Baltimore. Whoever is the higher seed goes to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance that Baltimore could play Buffalo, Tennessee, or Houston. So um, that would be interesting. And depending on how those games play out determines that matchup. So basically, if Houston being the sixth seed, if they beat New England, Houston goes to Baltimore. And then it don't matter who wins out of Buffalo and Houston. Um, So you really won't know in that case until the end of Saturday who plays Baltimore. Um, So that should be interesting. However, I don't know that any of those three teams concern me going up against Baltimore. No, yeah, for you. I, I, I think that Houston going up against Kansas City could be really, really interesting because the DeAndre Hopkins Will Fuller matchup against those Kansas City defensive backs could be crazy. Yeah. The only thing that Kansas City's gonna have the advantage is depending on how the weather plays out. That's for sure. But to see Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson who are in the same draft class and Mitchell Trubisky went before both of those quarterbacks. And Chicago damn near sold their franchise yeah, to trade San Francisco one spot for Mitchell Trubisky. I find it hilarious that 
Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes are both in the playoffs and have had way more success in the NFL than Mitchell Trubisky. And I don't find it funny because of Mitchell Trubisky's failures. I just find it funny how badly these scouts yeah, get it wrong. Yeah, and it's it it toes the line on it being race-based is why I always chuckle. Yeah. You know, because for some reason we still have these scouts and these GMs and these owners who somehow think that the quarterback position has to look a certain way, whether it be color, whether it be height, whether it be weight, whether it be style. It's just it, it blows my mind that we're in the year 2020 now and – we haven't seen more quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson. I mean, the last time we saw one even remotely close was Michael Vick, but Vick can't throw the way Lamar no, Jackson saw RG3. throws. You saw RG3 for a short time. For a very short time. For a very time. short time. We did see Except RG3. for when he beat the Steelers last Sunday. And we did see, what's his name, who used to play for... Uh... Don't even say Tim Tebow. You better. No, I was going to no. say... Uh... Used to play for Tennessee way back in the day. McNair? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then he, he played for Baltimore, too. Mm-hmm. Um... But the thing about but it no, is, I mean, it's still rare. It's still rare, <laughs> and 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 the craziest thing about it is, is McNair came from like Alcorn State, where, where? exactly? Yeah, where <laughs> exactly? So just so that say? just goes to show you how much he was wanted out of high school. Nah, yeah, for you. you know, um, you know, Deshaun Watson went to Clemson. No, yeah, you know, exactly. powerhouse. Patrick Mahomes went won to Texas Tech. Didn't he? Yeah, he did. Watson he went did. to two, title, and he won one. Won a championship. So I always find that interesting. It is. Sunday is our NFC games, though. Those are oh, pick wait. So you're picking Tennessee, or you're picking New England, but you're hoping I'm Tennessee. Picking Tennessee. Picking Tennessee. Okay. So then we're the same on that too. Because I just, I think that I really come, think, I think this is a be, different year yeah, for New England. I think they'll be mentally prepared to accept the challenge. And I, I think, think that over that. Hurt. I also think New England is as vulnerable as they've ever, ever been, been in, exactly. in the Brady Belichick era. Things. I really do. Um, I just hope that Tennessee doesn't go out there and literally just shoot themselves yeah. in the foot at every fucking opportunity. Exactly. Like so many teams do against the Patriots. And then it becomes, well, the Patriots did this and this and this to win this game. No, they didn't. No, they the, just, the, the, the other team, team did this and this and this to lose the fucking game. And when, it's, when you talk about discipline, the Patriots do not – create a lack of discipline in an opposing team you create your own lack of discipline so that's why that's kind of how i feel about that you'll be 100 confident absolutely no matter who you play absolutely and i think that i think that new england has given the biggest opportunity for teams to have um confidence in in being able to beat them in foxborough i mean especially when you got to play them a week after they just had the biggest upset in the last 20 years they were a 17 and a half point favorite against miami right (laughs) oh i saw one bro there was a parlay a dude put a hundred dollar parlay on miami beating the the patriots okay so it's a hundred dollar parlay miami had to beat the patriots Baltimore had to beat the Steelers. Mind you, they didn't play Mark Ingram. They didn't play Lamar Jackson. They didn't play Mark Andrews. They didn't play uh, Brandon Williams, and they didn't play Earl Thomas against the Steelers. And Pittsburgh was playing for a playoff spot, so they were playing the best they could, right? So Miami had to beat New England. Baltimore had to beat Pittsburgh. Atlanta had to beat whoever they played. I can't remember who they played. Um, Damn, I can't think of who it was. Um, who else is in the um, NFC South? Because New Orleans smacked the Panthers. So who's the other? Oh, the Buccaneers. The Falcons had to beat the Buccaneers. Um, 
the Texans had to beat the Titans. I'm sorry, the Titans had to beat the Texans. And I think there was one other game. I think it was the Jag. The Colts had to beat the Jaguars because Week 17 is always divisional right. matchups now. Those five things had to happen. He turned a $100 bet into $29,000. Parlays, parlays. Bro. Man. And the craziest thing about it is the most unlikely one was the Dolphins against oh, the. He I doesn't that get that 100%. game. It's yeah, done. It's, all the other ones were realistic. Right. 17 and a half point favorites. And they cho- and that's why it's like that's when you just hand him the hundred like I right, And the biggest thing about it is New England was playing for a 2 seed. Mm-hmm. So they had some, some They had some yeah. skin in the game, they like some serious some skin in the game. Some stuff that changed. And the they couldn't beat the Dolphins for the 2 seed. All they needed was beat Miami at home. <laughs> and the here's the craziest thing about it and this is why I feel like this is not the year for New England and this is a this is a uh, a franchise changing year for New England. They played the Dolphins the first time in Miami and beat them 40 to 10 or 40 to 3 or something like that, right? Antonio Brown caught a touchdown, but that was all he did. I don't think Antonio Brown even had 100 yards receiving. They had Josh Gordon at that time. Both players have since left. They only have Julian Edelman. And somehow that team went from beating Miami 40-3 to in Miami in like week two or week three to losing to Miami at home with the number two seed on the line. Bro. <laughs> You can't. That's undisciplined football, if you ask me. Yeah, they were uh, they were taking advantage of. And the thing about it is, Miami. and I listen to um, I listen to a show called First Things First a lot. It's on Fox Sports One. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to have Nick Wright and Chris Carter, but for whatever reason, Chris Carter and them have parted ways. So it's just Nick Wright, and he'll he'll have a guest on from time to time, or most of the time, I should say now, because he he can't run it solo. Um, but he was talking about um the Patriots and and the the craziest thing about that is you have all of that going for you and the Patriots are always the most disciplined team but when their defense has allowed I want to say more than 17 points they've lost makes sense they can't score because they can't score mm-hmm yeah, they can't or score. their defense is giving them the ball back so often in positive you know in opponent's field position that it's so easy for new england to score that they start putting up points right i mean just the example we used a second ago is you know mark ingram fumbles they muff a punt new england gets 10 points off of that but they took over in baltimore territory both times i believe that there was another stat out there that um the number one pick in the in the draft is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals, right? Mm-hmm. The Cincinnati Bengals have had more scoring drives of 60 yards or more over the course of 16 games and they are the worst team in the NFL. And that's not a shot. <laughs> totally. Um but even with that said, right? They won two games all season. New England has had less 60-plus-yard drives for touchdowns than the Cincinnati Bengals. If that doesn't sum up what their offense cannot do this year, I don't know what else does. And, and mind you, 
New England had Tom Brady all year. The Cincinnati Bengals went from Andy Dalton to Ryan Finley to Andy Dalton. Two quarterback changes within a year, and somehow that offense, with no A.J. Green, and not a completely healthy Tyler Eifert, and Joe Mixon doing everything he possibly could, Giovanni Bernard played crappy this year. I don't know why they gave him an extension. Um, With all of that said, of everything that was going on in Cincinnati, that offense still managed to put together drives of 60-plus yards and put up points, and New England had none of that. Yeah, crazy. I just don't think it's there. (laughs) So let's get into Sunday real quick before we call it quits for the day. Uh, First game on Sunday is Minnesota and New Orleans. I'm going to go to New Orleans on that one. What's your spread on it? You gonna you want to call a spread? Man. No, I think the spread. I think the I think New Orleans is the favorite. Obviously, at I home. think New Orleans win thirty four twenty eight. You <laughs> think it's that high scoring? Like yeah, I think it's gonna be a scoring game. Even though unless Minnesota's D shows up like they did that one week against uh, whoever got like week fifteen or something like that, they played crazy, but. Because Minnesota's D can be really good, so they can be. I think it was the Seattle game they played really well, wasn't it? Something like that. It's like a Sunday night football, Monday night football but, uh, game. New Orleans can just score, though. They can. New Orleans can just score. I mean, they put up forty three on San Francisco's That's defense. What I'm saying. Like they can just score in man. a loss. They can just score yeah, in so, a loss. I don't. I think that. And Minnesota's offense is. Well, Dalvin Cook isn't isn't completely healthy, which is yeah, not good for them. And Thielen ain't been really. Thielen has not been really healthy this year. Good. Stephon Diggs has not been completely healthy no. this year. Um, and Minnesota's defense at times has been. It can be really fairly good. suspect. That's what I'm saying, and then it can be bad. So. I think that New Orleans wins this game handily. That's what I'm saying. Um, I'm gonna go New Orleans. I wouldn't be surprised if New Orleans never trails in this game. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're just gonna come out guns blazing. Yeah, I think that New Orleans is focused this year. Keep up, or and I don't think Kirk Cousins can do it. Not not with the weapons. I think that there's like. Don't get me wrong. I think Minnesota has a has a fighter's chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they because anything can happen in a game. Saying, yeah. An injury could happen. All of this. so, I'm not saying that there's like literally New no Orleans possible could just way. Be terrible. New Orleans could just put their head down on a last minute hail mary <laughs> and not and miss Stephon Diggs completely and let him walk into the end zone to win the game. Exactly. I think that's happened before. We've seen that. So <laughs> and and New Orleans was not supposed to lose that game. No. Nope. So I, I still think that it's possibility. I will give Minnesota a puncher's chance, but I would t- I'll take I'll take New Orleans. Oh, no. I'll take New Orleans and seven, because I think New Orleans is a seven and a half point favorite. Yeah. So I'll take New Orleans. I'll, I'll take them. Down. I'll take them with and and the spread. Mm-hmm. So I'll take New Orleans by at least seven and a half. Yeah. Um, and simply because Drew Brees is, first of all, I think Drew Brees is is more focused than he could have ever been, and because he he knows that that. That that finish line is it's, yeah, coming, it's coming pretty soon. Yeah, it's it's coming. coming pretty soon. So he's gonna um, get it in while he can. I think the second reason why is because the NFL, being its 100th season, um, they just did you know their top 100 or top players of oh, yeah, top 100 players of the decade or whatever it is or no, no of, of the hundred years yes. basically right of the hundred seasons. Yeah. Um, Drew Brees was not on that list of quarterbacks. That's a smack in the face. Who has the all-time record for touchdown passes? Right. Who has the all-time record for completion percentage? Who has the all-time record for completions? 
Drew Brees owns all of those records, and he was not on that list. Tom Brady was on that list. Joe Montana was on that list. I think Peyton Manning was on that list. Definitely got to be on that list. And I think Dan Marino was on that list. Definitely got to be on that list. Dan Marino threw for 5,000 yards before it was... Even heard of. Like... I think when they ran I the think this I think the <laughs> second I think the second player to ever throw for 5000 yards by the time we got a second person to throw for 5000 yards Dan Marino had already thrown 5000 yards twice. Ooh. So he literally was himself and himself. Yeah, only, and then only, the third person to throw for 5000 yards was finally a different person and we're talking that was within the last decade. Dan Marino retired before the 2000s. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Insane. Crazy. He's got to be on that list. Yeah. At a time when 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 they ran the ball, when they were running the ball forty five <laughs> to fifty times a yeah, game, exactly. Dan Marino's out there throwing for five thousand yards, including That's taking crazy. Miami to the Super Bowl his rookie year. There's no question about that. However, Drew Brees is not on that least. list. Yeah. He was the undersized was, of all uh, undersized quarterbacks. Was Brett Favre on that list? I don't think Brett Favre was on that was list. Kurt Warner on that list. Kurt Warner was not on that list. No. Uh, I think Roger insane. Staubach was on that list. I think Sammy Ball was on that list, slinging Sammy Ball. I think that there's got to be an element of nostalgia, but but you got to respect what's going on. Right I don't now. know how you don't respect what Drew Brees Especially has if done. You put Tom Brady in there. I think where Drew, I think. I think I where they that. knock Drew Brees is because he's playing in an era of the NFL, especially now, That's a throwing that it's a throwing league, so and the up. rules. Geared, geared towards, towards the offense the and the receivers, the receiver especially and not running backs, no, but definitely the, the receivers and definitely the quarterbacks. So I think that that is probably a knock on him. However, you still got to respect. You got to play in whatever era you play time. in. Yeah, you're all time. You know what I mean. You have to just play in whatever era you play in. And you're um, all time. You, of course. You beat all. Of course. Every other. You know what I mean. Absolutely. So I think he is going to be motivated by that. So I will take New Orleans uh, and the seven and a half. Um, The last game of the weekend is Seattle at Philadelphia. Now, Seattle is clearly the better team. However, due to the NFC East being a wasteland, I mean, the whole damn division is a dumpster fire from the Giants to the Cowboys to the Redskins to the Eagles. I know Those are probably the most. There you go, Eagles fan. No, so you know no, you might you might want to double check who you who you the um putting in, in that division. The but, Eagles. Yeah. Well, yeah. Lately, well, ever since the Giants decided not to keep supporting Eli Manning. Yeah. Well. Seattle on that one. <laughs> now, this is a rematch probably, of a game that happened a, about a month and a half ago. And it was a very close game a month and a half ago. It did happen in Philly. However, here's the thing you got to remember, too. Seattle is coming off of a tough loss to San Francisco. Bro, they're hungry right now after that, after that loss. But they got two brand-new running backs who used to play for them. Marshawn Lynch. Yep, yeah. Marshawn Lynch and Robert Turbin. The new old. Um, Lynch looked good. Yeah, he looked good. I mean, <laughs> he didn't play all all year last year, and he looks good. Uh, he looks healthy. He looks in shape. Like um, he, can he looks like he can run. No, he can sure. definitely jump. I mean, on a TD, he was up in the air. Um, I just, I don't know. There's something about Doug Peterson, Philly's head coach. Mm-hmm. There's something about him. 
And there's something about the way Carson Wentz has played the last couple of weeks. That dude can coach. Um, Doug Peterson can he definitely can coach. coach. He can definitely coach. He's a very Fletcher the Cox, players. their defensive tackle, is a hell of a player. Yeah, he is. He's a hell of a player. Um, as much as I think Seattle's going to win, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to pick Philly. You're going to pick Philly? I am going to pick Philly. Crazy. I could be wrong. You but I am going to pick Philly because the way that they've played. So they had to play three must-win games. Well, they had to. I think it started with them having to uh, having to win. They had to beat they the Giants. The Cowboys. Though. Right. They had to beat the Giants. Then they had to beat the Cowboys. It was just two then because then they play. No, I thought they beat the Cowboys. 15? Did they beat them that week? Because they played them twice. I thought they lost to the Cowboys the first time, and I thought they beat them the second time. And and they had to beat the Giants. No, it was the Giants. They had to beat the Giants twice. And that was... No, and then Dallas. Yeah, because yeah, Dallas, all Dallas needed to do was beat win. Philly the yeah. second time. And, could, and that was basically, yeah, that would have locked up the division. Like that, yeah, it would have ended it right there. So, yeah, they had to beat the right Giants, right. then they had to beat the Cowboys, and then they had to beat the Giants again week 17 to, to basically secure their own destiny because if they lost to the Giants and, the and Dallas beat the Redskins, then Dallas would have been in. So, so Philly had to play three must-win games, and they won all three of those must-win games. They weren't the prettiest wins, but we don't judge the NFL by pretty wins and pretty losses. That's my problem. It don't matter. You hear the teams they had to beat. It don't matter. It does kind of matter. But the thing is, is you got to find a way to win. Yes, but no, because here's the thing. No, I'm not saying you ain't got to win the game. Well, because in the NFL, though, you have every week is its own season in a sense. Because week to week game plans change. You know, every every team is different. Every team, you know, and, and in the NFL, you're one play away. Yeah, for sure. You're one play away from. A loss at times, it seems. You're one play away from a win. You're one play away from the momentum completely swinging. Yep. You're one play away from something that might cause you to mentally check out. Yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. You're one play away from being able to mentally check in. You know? Definitely. And so for that reason, I think Seattle's the better team. And I think Seattle has the better quarterback. But I think that... And Seattle's going to be probably f- pretty hungry yeah, that's coming off that tough loss hungry. to San Francisco. Because if they would have beat San Francisco, I think they would have been the three seed. Yeah. So they still would have been playing this week. However, it would have been a home game. Um, and they would have been yeah, coming, you know, and San Francisco would have been the five seed. Yeah, they wouldn't have been number one. Which, anymore. if San Francisco's the five seed, I think that's too much to overcome to get to the Super Bowl. I do feel like San Francisco's the favorite in the NFC. However, not my favorite. Yeah, I think New I think Orleans doesn't lose to them again if they play against each other. And I don't think it matters where it is, except the one caveat with New Orleans is they are not good outside of New Orleans, especially in outdoor stadiums. Right. They're not as good. Right. So they cost themselves there. However, you don't, nobody's got to go to, uh, Green to Bay. Green Bay for an NFC title game, which would clearly give Green Bay the advantage in that well, one. No, yeah. Mm-mm. They're not the one seed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Somebody's so got to go, yeah, it's gotta go through. but it, it's got to go through San Francisco if, as long as they take care of business. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think Seattle's the better team, but I think that 
Philly is a little bit hotter right now. However, they're hotter against lesser competition. Um, so th there is something to be said about that. I will agree with you there. But I do think that for some reason something's I mean, but just. If you can keep it rolling. You keep by it rolling. All means, if you can figure rolling. out things that are working and figure out ways to improve, right. you're, you're okay. But Philly does have some serious injuries. They do. You know, Jordan Howard is hurt. I think Miles Sanders went out last game hurt. You know, their receivers are not healthy right now. You know, stuff is just not going right for them at this moment in time, um, which can be very tough. Um, I think the X factor in this game is Tyler Lockett. Yeah, because he has been ghost. For like the past if Tyler Lockett gets it going against that but Philadelphia if he can get defense. It going against any team, Seattle is looking like. A superstar team at that point because they with can the running backs they have and then well had and now have again in a sense kind of we'll see before they had injuries with the two they had they were stout they were playing backs. well That's chris carson and rashad penny but if you really just well. add that one primary receiver to that mix and now you got if dk metcalf can start to play really That's well what I'm saying, whether it's metcalf or lockett yeah them just got to really step lockett's up your possession like, receiver metcalf is that burner yeah that you burner, know that I agree, too, so. but something's telling me to pick Philly, Crazy. so I'm gonna pick Philly. But we'll see. Yeah. So recap real quick: we got Buffalo beating Houston, both of us. Yeah. We got Tennessee beating New England. Yeah. We've got um, New Orleans beating Minnesota. Minnesota, and you've got Seattle, and I've got Philly. Yeah. All right, so we got a new episode next yet. Wednesday, <laughs> and we will see what we uh Outcomes. what we recapped yeah. and it's going to be episode 20 i don't know what we're going to do for it <laughs> um i don't know what we did for episode 10 when we built up so long for that but episode 20 is going to be really cool um we'll have to brainstorm some ideas yeah, yeah, to come up with that maybe in honor of steve maybe we'll do a little marvel trivia um maybe hopefully we can get something interesting to come out in the next week or two or, or week i should say um you know, we got the the boys season two, so maybe another trailer will drop for that. Okay. Um, I'm still fucked up about that season finale. Oh, real quick, real quick, real quick. This is what we'll talk about. We will talk about a little bit more about theories for season two for the boys oh, because okay, teaser trailer. Yeah, because I thought about yeah, it when we talked about something. it. Yeah, but when we talked about it last time, I kind of came down a little hard on Billy Butcher's wife. In in the idea <laughs> that maybe I no I just I kind of I kind of thought about it you know mm. I was a little hard on the beaver you know um, but it Honestly, it really made me wonder if if she was being held there against her will maybe like maybe what like did she have house. to what, did she have to agree to do what they wanted her to do or else they were gonna sick Homelander on right. Butcher and and, and she knows she has no shot. I mean, there's a bunch of different things. You know, there's so, so maybe to me, maybe she's not being there. Maybe she's not there willingly. The way that the maybe scene played out, out however, him, did make it look like. I mean, it didn't. Look like she she had a jail, she. So. Yeah, she was. So, you know, so living. I'm, I'm stick with my little theory, but that she wasn't raped. I think I might still thick, stick with the theory that she was raped, but I, I I might change my theory on whether or not she was as willing to live in that situation as as she was. Um, so we can definitely talk about that. So that's what we'll do for episode 20 and then maybe talk about, I don't know, maybe some video games that we're looking forward to. The Last of Us looks really good. PlayStation 5, maybe some more info will come out about that. Um, I'm hearing rumors that there might be a, an announcement on God of War. I'm hearing rumors that there might be an announcement on Grand Theft Auto 6. Finally. 
And there might be rumors that that one's going back to Vice City and Cuba. Scarface style, where you can jump back and forth. That'd be dope. Quite honestly, I don't care if they just continue to recycle those three cities. <laughs> exactly. I don't like, care. I really don't care, but I would I would be very interested to, to end the episode. I would, And we'll talk about this more next week. I would be very interested if they thought about moving it to Japan. I think that could be very interesting um, because the they could bring in like an underground car scene the along with, would oh, be would be crazy. The mountain roads and shit. I also think it could be very interesting if they brought it to London. That'd be different. Or Europe of, of some way, some shape. Or, uh, or if they got crazy and brought it to like Dubai. That would be crazy. You know, or, or maybe this Grand Theft Auto is more in lines of like some crazy Fast and Furious shit. We'll, we'll get into this next That'd week because because be I, I got crazy ideas that, that, that could be awesome for that. Um, yeah, so before we go, uh, Wisconsin just took a, what was that, a run? I think that was a kick. Was that a kick? Was that the kick return? I think. Yeah, that might have been the kick return. Um, that game is going to be tied up 7-7. Um, we'll talk a little bit more because we will have the ability to talk about the college national football championship, I think, by next week. Um, that's yeah, going to be coming up. Yeah, no, it's the 13th. No, uh, oh, that's right. So we still got some time to talk about that. So, yeah, episode 20 coming uh, next Wednesday. We'll make sure it happens um, for sure for you guys that like to listen to us. We appreciate the listening. We appreciate Anchor. Um, we love you guys. Signing off. This is Frank. This is Devin. Peace. Later.